Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, your handy guide on understanding the complexities of international franchising. I'm Kieran McLoon, Deputy Editor for Global Franchise Magazine. This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by FranchiseReorg.com, powered by Sumer Franchise Consulting and Ackerman, providing consulting and reorganization services to franchisors. Pizza Hut is a name synonymous with the food and beverage industry and has been a franchising frontrunner since it first opened its doors in Wichita, Kansas in 1958. Since then, the hut has grown to something of an international phenomenon, and that growth has led to the introduction of dynamic new products and proven systems for success. Regina Border has been a huge part of that success as of late, having worked with Pizza Hut for over five years and as part of the wider Yum! Brands network for more than 15 Now, as the Managing Director of Pizza Hut Europe and Canada, Regina stewards the continued growth of the brand within these vast regions. On this episode, we wanted to dive deep on how this iconic franchise has stood the test of time, redefined the world of pizza, and emerged as one of the leading brands in the F&B industry. Hiya, Regina. How are you doing today? I'm great, Kieran. How about yourself? Yeah, no, I'm I'm great, thank you. I mean, as we both were just speaking about before recording this, it's a bit grotty in uh, in the UK here at the minute. But apart from that, I'm uh, yeah, I'm doing really well. Fantastic. So, I mean, if we just dive right into it, uh, talking a little bit about Pizza Hut, the brand, as I mentioned up top, was initially founded in 1958 and has been in the UK since the the 70s in 73. And I was curious how you'd perceive has the brand evolved and changed in that uh, duration and would it still be as recognizable back in 73, now 47 years later? Yeah, you know, it's very interesting. I actually got to visit the original Pizza Hut in, in Wichita, Kansas, and I got to meet the, the founder of Pizza Hut some years ago, which is really interesting. And he and his brother at the time started Pizza Hut with a very simple goal in mind, essentially making it easier for people to access a better pizza. And we've been obviously on a 60-year journey since then, from that very tiny pizza hut in the 1950s Midwest to becoming a global brand. And we've changed a lot as we learn and grow. But that essence of being passionate about pizza, existing for the love of pizza, and wanted to make it easier for people to access a better pizza is still what drives us. We're all about bringing delicious pizza to families and communities, and that really has never changed. The good news is as well for us, since we operate as a franchise business, we're a global brand, but we are a local business because our franchisees are from the local communities and they understand the specific needs um, of their local communities and of their local customers. So the way we've been able to be successful over all this time, in my view, is because we have clarity on what the brand needed to stand for, which is this whole notion of existing for the love of pizza and making it easier for people. But also we've kept very, very close to our customers. And there's basically three things that we focus on. First of all, we want to make sure we remain relevant to what our customers are looking for from a pizza concept. And this really may change over time and at times super rapidly, as you can imagine, especially this year. The things we had to focus on are very different than what we thought we had to do at the beginning of the year. For example, when you think about safety and all the things we had to do to quickly pivot to contact-free delivery in all of our markets in order to remain relevant to what customers want from us. The second thing that I think has contributed to our global success of all these years is that we need to be easy to access an order from. And this also changes. 
back in the 1950s, being easy meant to be in the communities where you couldn't afford order pizza, like in the Midwest, you know, and you had a simple concept to understand. Now it means that people can find us online, not just on our own great e-commerce platform, but for example, also in food aggregators such as Uber Eats and Deliveroo, and to have a simple customer journey. And then the last one, which is really, really important is to remain distinctive, to be really clear what makes your brand different than other brands in the category. And that really hasn't changed for us, as I mentioned. You know, this whole notion of we existing for the love of pizza and our passion for bringing great pizzas to families and communities around the world is what gets us up every day. And the way you communicate this is, is very different from how other people in the industry do it. Right. Okay. And uh, on that note of being distinctive, that's something I'm sure you're quite familiar with because obviously you began your career as a marketing intern at FedEx and now obviously at the, you know, the managing director of this huge international pizza brand. Um, what are some of the, the key lessons you've learned along that marketing branding journey in terms of how to evolve a brand's marketing strategy to suit those changing times? So I think it's really important to have clarity on why this brand was started. What problem or what opportunity did the brand want to solve for its customers when it first went into business? And while that evolves over time, you need to stay true to that purpose or else it's quite easy to sort of lose your way. Uh, so for us, as I mentioned, you know, we exist for the love of pizza and are passionate about bringing amazing pizza to people. That always remains core to what we do. And then obviously what changes over time is the product you have, the marketing strategy. If you think about media, you know, that has completely evolved. You know, I started this journey 20 years ago where it was all about television advertising. And for example, in the UK and in a lot of our markets, we have now completely pivoted to fully digital media strategy. So that changes. But actually, I think what's really important is to balance that core of your brand and the purpose of your brand with relevance to the customer. Yeah. And uh, as someone who's worked with Pizza Hut in a multitude of countries, um, when it comes to the product and the the end user, are there any ways in which the brand changes across those different regions? But I suppose parallel to that as well, are there any kind of universal pillars that exist in a Pizza Hut, no matter where in the world you choose to get pizza? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as I mentioned, being relevant to our customers is really, really important to us. So we actually stay really, really close to our customers and we make sure we get feedback from them, what works, what doesn't work for them. We understand the broader trends that are shaping consumer behavior and expectations. And as we do that, we have developed three pillars that are, well, now it's actually four, that really underwrite our operations around the world. One is easiest. As I mentioned before, this is about our digital offering and making sure we look at how people use our website. But it also comes from the broader understanding that people's expectations have really evolved and people want the process to be seamless. Whether you order takeaway or dining in, complexity, friction is not something that people want anymore in the world. There's this really interesting phrase that consumers today say, I want what I want when I want it. You're not going to go to many different stores and jump through many different hoops. So wherever you go in the world, we are on a journey to make the brand as easy as possible. So that doesn't stay. Fastest also is a core tenet of how we deliver our customer experience, especially in the delivery process. We actually know that what's the worst and most inconvenient thing for customers is to have to wait longer from their, for their pizza than what we've promised to them. So to make sure we give them a fast and flexible experience is something that's also key across the world. 
And then most importantly, and that really drives up the category, uh, is having the tastiest product, being focused on the quality and the flavor of our pizza. We have a global brand standard for our products like pan pizza, stuffed crust, a few others that you'd be familiar with. And we make them the same way everywhere we go so that people do recognize that unique flavor of Pizza Hut. Uh, and we need to make sure that we do this in a way that the pizza is fresh, hot and tasty so that every mealtime can turn into a special occasion. There's a new tenet that we had to add this year, which was always important, but obviously even more important than ever now, which is safest. Right now, what our customers care mostly about is to be able to rely on the fact that we uh, keep them safe. So contact-free delivery, making sure our team members are also kept safe through frequent hand washing, making sure they use masks, putting perfect screen in their restaurants. All these things have become really, really important. And we've done this around the world. So the safest pillar, making sure that people can feel safe about the food they get from us is more important than ever. Um, just talking about maybe the menu a little bit, because that's always quite intriguing when people go to different countries and see sort of the core pizza offering being the same, mm. but we do have variations. So in Europe, not really that much because customers tend to actually want the same thing. Oftentimes it's about great taste. It's about good value. It's about a relevant brand offering an experience that's quick and easy. But there are, for example, some local preferences. So for example, in Israel, our products are kosher and vegetarian. So we have quite a different um, lineup of recipes there than we have, for example, in the UK. If you go to Canada, which is a market I also oversee, we have a poutine pizza, which um, for non-Canadians uh, is something very, very interesting. It's essentially French fries or chips, like you call them in the UK, with um, sort of cheese curd and gravy on top, which maybe does not sound too appealing, but it really, really is, I promise you. And then, you know, if you go to India, again, where we have more vegetarian offering, we have like paneer supreme pizza. In China, we have different day parts that we don't have here. We have breakfast menu, we have an afternoon tea, because those are important occasions to those consumers there. And that's why like being a big franchise brand actually really strengthened us because a lot of these insights and a lot of these locally relevant offerings that we develop, we do together with our franchisees uh, and they bring a lot of these things to us that we can then develop in order to serve a local area. And they will tell us what works and what doesn't very quickly. Yeah. And on the topic of um, the brand's actual products, its menu, um, there was a, a study back in 2017 by Willowin Research that found that 54% of respondents preferred Pizza Hut's pizza to your closest competitors. So clearly, you know, all these pillars um, and innovation is working quite well. But I was curious why you think the brand and specifically, I suppose, at the core of the brand, it's pizza has such an enduring appeal in a market that is incredibly saturated and competitive? I think it's because we take the most pride in this. And as I mentioned before, it is our core brand essence. We exist for the love of pizza. So we always want to be our customer's first choice for the taste of pizza. This is one measurement that we track maniacally and make sure that we win versus our competition in these taste tests. And we have all our systems and everything we do built around that. Um, obviously, as I mentioned, things evolve. We pride ourselves in listening and working with our customers as this do, but research and making sure that we continuously outperform everybody else when it comes to the taste of our pizzas 
is something that is crucially important to us. It's obviously not easy to make sure that happens consistently on a global basis. So we work very hard to make sure we can give clear frameworks to our markets and what to execute. Like I said, we have global brand standards for our products and have really granular, detailed clarity on everything to do with how they execute the pizza. Um, so we bring together our franchisees and brand marketing council, and we share innovations, we share campaigns with all of our franchisees, and we give them hands-on support on how to launch specific projects. So to us, this is something that it makes me very happy to hear that we won in this particular study. But yes, this is sort of our core thing that if all else fails, we cannot lose some taste because that's what our brand is all about. Obviously, as I mentioned, we always evolve what we want to do because we want to make sure we remain relevant and come up with new innovations for our customers. And there's actually some quite exciting things that we're currently working on. And I'm going to look forward to share more with you on that later as the ball progresses. Just uh, on that topic of new innovations and I suppose creations within pizza, most people, you know, wouldn't, I suppose, associate the world of pizza with quite a dynamic industry, you know, that is changing all the time, you know, pizza's pizza, but um, especially back in the the 80s and 90s, uh, a lot of people probably remember Pizza Hut as a brand that was kind of consistently pushing out these new innovations, new creations. Um, not all of them p- perhaps hit with every customer, but they were always, you know, on the cutting edge. Um, and I was wondering whether that kind of uh, consistency and level of new creations is still a, a priority for Pizza Hut or whether customer convenience and the delivery side of the business has really overtaken everything in terms of its priority. Yeah, product innovation is really at the heart of our brand. And as you mentioned, Kira, this is something that we've always been known for and that we want to continue to be known for. We do want to make sure, as I mentioned, that we remain relevant to what our customers want. And like you said, not all of these innovations, they may have been distinctive, but they may not always have been relevant. So we want to make Make sure that we get that balance straight between having exciting innovations that are distinctive for our brand, remaining relevant to our customers with products that work for them and products that we can actually deliver in a way that makes sense. We have some actually quite exciting things that are coming in this area. So this month, we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of our cheesy pizza pan pizza. Uh, so we're making, we, we actually uh, work hard to make sure we're bringing new ideas and taste into our menu, but it's very important that we set our in-store teams up for success. So a product like pan pizza, our store teams know how to make and they know how to deliver this really, really well. And it's a favorite for our customers. So that's where we have like a really great balance of something that's exciting for our customers with something that our store teams can execute in a well that's also relevant and convenient to our customers. So that is where we really invest a lot of time and energy because we train our team members to make sure that each pizza, when it ends up, the customer's home or at at their table in their restaurant is hot, fresh and tasty and consistent because no one wants to find their favorite pizza is constantly changing. So we do want to make sure that we have the right balance between innovation and convenience and ease for our customers as well. Yeah. And I just want to go back to one of the notes you mentioned earlier, the, uh, the newest pillar to the Pizza Hut brand, this idea of being the safest pizza brand. Obviously this year, the dine-in restaurant experience has been radically changed as a result of COVID-19. And I was curious some of the ways that Pizza Hut has either changed or adapted over the course of this year or whether it's been largely business as normal, you know, how, how, how have you, um, yeah, how's the brand changed? Yeah, yeah, it was 
just pretty much business as normal here. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's like this has been a year like I think none of us have ever experienced before. Sure, yeah. And I think what we've learned, I mean, it's been tragic in many, many ways, but we've learned that we can adapt and do things and collaborate and take care of our teams faster than what we'd have ever thought. So we were able to implement some projects that probably in the normal world would have taken us six months mm. in a day. You know, for example, obviously we had to close all of our dining locations at the beginning of COVID-19, but we deliberately made the decision that we keep our delivery services open because people needed us to deliver food. It wasn't a easy at the beginning to access food. And we specifically also wanted to make sure we supported our healthcare heroes. We provided over 250,000 free meals to the NHS in partnership with Deliveroo, but also vulnerable people that were shielding at home and couldn't easily get access to food. And just, you know, to, to provide a sense of normalcy to some family and have some fun in really difficult times, to have a pizza delivered to your home is really, really important. So we very quickly pivoted to a delivery experience that was contact-free. We also had to um, shut down our, our collection points, obviously, so we could only get delivery. So we took out cash, we could no longer pay with cash. We made sure that there was no contact between our team members and the customers because it was so important to us, obviously, to, to keep our team members and our customers safe. So we had to we had to introduce a lot of additional, very strict health and safety procedures, additional hand washing uh, at least every 20 minutes, masks, temperature checks, social distancing in our restaurants, not just for the customers, but obviously for the team members, screens between team members, all these measures that we've taken to keep our teams and customers safe. If you'd have told me that we can execute all these things, which were major sort of paradigm shifts in which we operated to the way we operate, if you would have told me before that we could do this in a couple of days, I would have never believed that. But we were able, we had no choice, but we were able to do this and actually created a sense of purpose because everybody rallied together. Our team members were feeling very proud of what we were doing to support our communities. And while it was incredibly tough, it also provided that sense of purpose and that sense of actually contributing in a very positive way. So we continue to be focused on how do we evolve that safest customer journey? And it's very much focused on easy. How can we take contact free to the next level? For example, now that we've opened our dining restaurants again, people can pay from their phones and we encourage that. So again, it limits the amount of contact between um, team members and our guests. Uh, we've introduced a few other changes that just make sure that people um, don't have to touch things where people have touched, etc. So it's been a very, very rapid change, but I will say that it's really just only accelerated a strategy that we had already started to develop, which was that pivot away from pure dining, full service dining restaurants to delivery and to sort of a more fast casual experience in the dining restaurants. So in that way, we've been on that journey and COVID just has helped us accelerate that journey. Yeah. And from a, a more franchising perspective, how has the brand supported its franchisees throughout the coronavirus pandemic? It's very interesting, even though we had to be physically distant from one another, I think we had more frequent, more clear and more open communication with our franchisees than ever. 
So we've kept each other up to date, not only about health and safety measures, but also about operations, what's happening, you know, new government regulations that weren't always that easy to decipher for everybody, for franchisees. So we did a lot to make sure they were always in the know, they knew what they had to do, but also support, you know, them and their team members emotionally because those have been extremely challenging time. And we've been able to shine a light on some of the incredible work done by our team members in this time. As I mentioned, NHS support. We also did a lot to support um, the homeless in this time. So this has been something where we really were able to rally together with our franchisees and bring these things to life. We couldn't have done it without our franchisees because they were vital to us being able to act as an essential service and providing our communities and healthcare heroes with the meals that they wanted and needed. They kept the businesses running on the ground. They coordinated the smooth implementation of all these new measures. Like I said, there were so many. And it was just really impressive to see how you know, quickly we were able to make these changes and adapt. Our franchisees were really instrumental in making a success of the recent VAT reductions as well. So in the delivery side, the franchisees were able to fund themselves the 50% eat out to help out scheme rather than use the government funding on the delivery side. And we've done everything we can to welcome our customers back to our hub. I think one really important thing as well is we are a big global community and we were able to share with our franchisees very quickly best practices that have worked in other parts of the world. So if you think about it, Obviously, COVID started in China and our team in China, the franchisee there, very quickly developed this contact-free delivery. And we already had all these um, processes and procedures well before COVID was even a big topic here. So we were able to quickly share that with our franchisees and implement it very quickly because we were able to uh, leverage our global network. So that was a big way in which we were able to support our franchisees rather than them sort of having to figure out, like, how do I model through this? We were able to give them systems, tools, and processes that had already been proven in other countries to be able to continue um, up and running and operating. Yeah, and that all sounds sounds really positive. Um, what about investors at the minute or entrepreneurs who maybe are are looking to get involved with franchising and maybe this year have seen that, you know, operating their own business, working for themselves is is preferable for them? Um, why would you say that Pizza Hut remains an appealing investment for franchisees in a very crowded industry? We really have a formula that's now proven to be successful for us. You know, we've been on this journey for a while, the pivot to delivery, as I mentioned, but our red marketing strategy, the relevant, easy and distinctive, as well as how we approach the customer journey, easiest, fastest, tastiest and safest, has really started to pay dividends. So we've had a number of good years here in the UK. Obviously, this year has been a really, really good year for the delivery business. But what's exciting about this is that it's not just because of COVID and people having pivoted to delivery. It's because all the tools and systems that we've put in place before that are now really starting to pay dividends. And I'm really excited about what the future holds for this brand. It's relevant, easy and distinctive. We have a great way of giving customers a convenient experience, but we also still are true to our core of existing for the love of pizza, which gives us something that sets us apart 
apart from everybody else. So I'm actually really excited about what the future holds. Yeah, and mentioning the future, what does that look like from um, from an operational point of view? I mean, obviously, we've just entered a new decade. What does the 2020s for Pizza Hut look like? Are you prioritizing maybe fewer eat-in restaurants in favor of delivery, new ways of getting pizza to customers? Yeah, what are the next 10 years for Pizza Hut look like? So the digital and e-commerce journey is certainly accelerating. And I think we don't know yet exactly what the future holds, you know, because the challenge posed by COVID, we will see there's new trends that will be happening and that we may not have fully understood yet. But we think we're extremely well positioned because we've made this pivot to delivery. We have our great e-commerce system of our own now. And we've been on a really interesting journey to make sure that we make it easier for customers to get this better pizza. So I think there will be more and more investment in digital technology, order tracking, all these kind of things, payment, voice, all these things um, keep evolving. So I do feel really, really excited about what the next decade looks like because the journey we are on to fast track, you know, this red pizza delivery experience is going to only continue to accelerate. So there's a lot of really exciting things that we're working on only just this year, which we think will continue to bear fruit over the next few years. So definitely focus on on delivery and getting our ovens closer to where our customers are. So quite rapid expansion is what we're looking at. But uh, there's a really, really exciting time for us, actually, just this year, let alone the next time. I really feel optimistic about the future. Yeah, no, it all sounds like very exciting stuff. Well, um, thank you very much for your time today, Regina. It's been really great chatting with you about Pizza Hut and uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing where the brand goes next. Oh, thank you, Kieran, and I hope the weather improves. Again. <laughs> yeah. And I hope to chat with you again soon. Thank you for your time. Sure thing, definitely. All right, thanks, Regina. One of the most surprising things about my conversation with Regina was how deceptively simple Pizza Hut's growth has seemed. Straightforward, defined pillars support the brand's ongoing development, and it almost seems like it's driven by a very basic rulebook that's providing continuously excellent performance. This is, of course, only partly true, um, as while Pizza Hut might seem like a simple brand on the surface, that's only because all of the, the workings behind the scenes are complex enough to navigate difficulties and deliver consistent quality to customers. There's a reason that the brand has now been around for over 60 years, and that level of quality control sounds like a key driver of its enduring legacy. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. How does your brand balance having a straightforward model to follow while remaining agile and innovative behind the scenes? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.